Hello and welcome to the third episode of a brand new podcast called Tax Tea Break with Go Simple Tax. It's a six-part podcast series where I'll be speaking to tax and self-assessment experts who offer free time and money-saving tax tips for sole traders, private landlords and others who pay tax via self-assessment. My name is Mark Williams and I'm your host. Hopefully you've made yourself a nice cuppa. Now, each 20-minute episode has its own subject, and in this, our third episode, we'll be talking about expenses that you can claim if you're a private residential landlord who pays UK tax. The UK is now thought to have about 2.6 million private landlords. Whether you're new to renting out property or you've been doing it for a while, you may not be totally sure about what expenses you can claim, which means you might be missing out. And although renting out property can offer excellent returns, it involves having to pay many expenses. Claiming for these where allowable via your annual self-assessment tax return reduces your tax bill, so you really should find out what you can claim for. Stick around to find out. Before I introduce today's guest expert, let's find out about Go Simple Tax and how it could benefit you if you pay tax via self-assessment. Tax returns. Do they fill you with fear? Self-assessments can be, uh, well, taxing. At Go Simple Tax, our software makes it a doddle. Submit your return quickly and easily. Simple. Go Simple Tax flags potential tax savings and deductions you may be entitled to and could save you money. An inbuilt error checker ensures no mistakes are made. And with tens of thousands of returns submitted, you're in good hands. Our excellent support team is there to support you at every step of the way. Go Simple Tax, the easy solution for making tax digital. Did I mention it's free to try? Let us help you. Go Simple Tax, the simple way to tax return. It's time now to introduce our expert, Aidan Cochran, who is a personal tax senior at Go Simple Tax, and he's worked as an accountant and tax advisor for more than 10 years. Aidan has plenty of experience of self-assessment tax returns and the expenses that private landlords can claim via self-assessment. Aidan, welcome. Hi, I'm Mark. You're all right. Thanks for joining us. Okay, now with costs increasing across the board for landlords just as much as the rest of us, how important is it to claim all of your allowable expenses if you're a landlord? I'd say it's very important, to be honest. Obviously, money's tight at the moment and anything that you can claim, you should claim. In my experience, people do look around online to see what can be claimed and what can't, but there is some hesitation in what sometimes people do claim. So I'd say it's more important now than ever really to uh, make sure that you are claiming everything that is allowable. Yeah, because the more that you claim, the lower your your tax tax bill essentially when it when it yes. gets assessed by HMRC. Exactly. Yes, it will reduce the um, profit and therefore less tax. Great. Okay. And then just to make the point, allowable expenses are costs that HMRC allows landlords to deduct to lower their annual tax bill. But it remains true that many landlords don't claim all of their allowable expenses. But why does this happen? Is it just lack of awareness? They simply just don't know that some of the costs can be claimed as an allowable expense. There's that. And it's also, I'd say, people being unorganised. I Obviously, I've been in practice, more was in practice, uh, for nearly 10 years. And I'd say that people leave things to the last minute. They've got no plan in place throughout the year. And when it comes to let's say January, and they're just trying to get as much as possible, they're going to forget about all their expenses and therefore not claim everything. And obviously that will mean that the tax bill is going to be more because you've not claimed everything that you should be claiming. Indeed. Okay. So it's poor expense management as well. So landlords just just simply forget about certain expenses that they could have claimed 
and they just failed to do so. Yeah, exactly that. Again, that's been unorganised, isn't it? I'd say that if people are incurring expenses on their residential properties um, that are lented out, then why don't they start keeping records electronically so then they've got some sort of record to go to during the year when they come to do their tax return? Indeed. Indeed. Okay. And and for an expense to be allowable for tax purposes, it must result wholly and exclusively from renting out your property. You can't claim for personal costs. But what happens, say, in the instance where there's mixed usage, say, for example, a mobile phone, where some of your calls are for personal reasons, but other ones are linked to renting, renting out your property, where, you, where you're ringing your tenants, for example? Yeah. So um, in terms of expenses where they've got mixed use, for example, then you would have a look at what element um, relates to the business, in this instance, the um, property business, and therefore disallow the personal element of it. So in your example, they're a mobile phone. If you are calling some tenants and you've got a fairly large property portfolio, and let's say 50% of your time on your phone is spent calling clients and dealing with repairs, etc., then you could include 50% of the costs of your mobile phone against the rental income. So it's about working out the proportion, and it's going to be different for different types of landlords. As you say, landlords with a bigger portfolio, they're likely to be making more calls to do with the rental income and others, for example, if they're only lending, renting out one property, then obviously they're going to be using their mobile phone for the rental business much less frequently. Yes, exactly. And also if they've got letting agents, if you've got a letting agent, then the only calls that you'd really be doing is probably once a month with the letting agent or if you're confirming for certain expenses to go out. Whereas if you're managing it yourself, then there's obviously going to be more or an, more business element to the costs. Okay. Though some Allowable expenses are more obvious than others. For example, council tax, water rates, gas and electricity, if you're a landlord who pays those. These can all be allowable expenses. Obviously, you can't claim for those if the tenant is paying for their own electricity and gas bills. No, you can. If you've got a tenant who is paying any of the standard living bills, then they won't be allowable because it's not money out of your pocket, so to say. Indeed. Okay. And allowable expenses can include ground rents, service charges, as well as lettings agents and property management fees. What about insurances? Can that be an allowable expense? Yeah, insurance is an allowable expense um, and the different types of insurance are as well. So if you've got um, building insurance, if you've got the belongings inside the home as well. Contents. Yeah, contents. Sorry, yeah, that, um, that's an allowable expense as well. And, and, and then what about mortgage interest? Uh, as I understand it, before 2017, these were allowable expenses, but not anymore. How, how do you claim for those now? Yeah, so mortgage interest is a funny one, to be honest. Um, they obviously had the taper period whereby you could claim 100% against your income, and then they tapered out at 25%, 50%, 75%, 75% and 100% not allowable. Um, instead, it is now considered a tax credit against basic rate um, tax, and that, I believe, is Section 24, is the actual legislation that it came into. Okay, so landlords now get tax credit of twenty percent, as opposed to under the previous system when that when it could be claimed as allowable expense. Yes, so it's basically limited to the twenty percent um, in the basic rate band. So, for example, if you have um, if you're a higher rate taxpayer and you have rental income whereby you pay forty percent, you are actually limited just to the twenty percent tax credit for any rental profits that you may have that are taxable yeah it's still worthwhile um credit you know it's still quite a valuable thing oh 100 yeah again it's reducing your tax bill and given what's going on in the world at the moment um it's definitely worthwhile 
And, and obviously gardening and end of tenancy cleaning costs are allowable. What about legal fees, for example, if a landlord would need to hire a solicitor? Can those be allowable? Yes. So it will completely depend on the legal fees and what the reasoning is for. Again, it links in with what we said before about holding exclusively. Um, if it's wholly and exclusively for the purpose of the business, so let's say, for example, you have a tenant where you've got a rent dispute, then because that is relevant directly to the business and therefore directly relevant to the profit and loss account, it will be a deductible expense in there. If, however, you are hiring a solicitor to sell the property and that would be considered capital and it's not for wholly and exclusively for the purpose of the business. And instead, you would look at that when you come to sell the property instead of the profit and loss. Accountancy fees are allowable. What about accounting and, and tax return software? A lot of the landlords now are now using those to complete and file their tax returns. Can they be allowable expenses? Unfortunately not. HMRC have um, a little bit of a quirky rule. And basically, if you are paying for software that calculates a tax liability, that is not considered allowable in terms of the property business. The only reason that you would have the accountancy fees allowable is if you were getting um, sets of accounts basically built by the accountant. And some landlords may not realise that they can claim for advertising their property to attract new new tenants or for removal costs when disposing of old items of furniture or electrical appliances. Yeah, they are allowable, again, because it's directly relevant to the business. And therefore, if anybody does incur such costs, then they should definitely allow them. Um, especially um, if you have a letting agent, um, no doubt they'll be charging you some sort of tenancy finder fee and that would be allowable because they're basically trying to find you somebody to pay um, your money for your the rent, basically. Yeah. And just to make the point, when we're talking about claiming allowable expenses, what you do is you summarise those in your tax return at the end of the year, all of your sort of property, renting out the property, all the costs associated with that, that you can claim for, you summarise those, you put them into your tax return, and that's how you claim. That comes off your profit and that reduces your, your tax liability. Yeah, in a nutshell, yes. You'll basically record your income on your tax return and then a little bit further down on the tax return form, you'll have your section for expenditure, allowable expenditure, basically following that wholly and exclusively rule that we mentioned a couple of times. And then if, depending on what um, sort of business you sort of do or what um, role you have in that business, if you, let's say, for example, do go and visit the houses, then you may have capital allowances for your car. Landlords can also maintain, uh, claim for maintaining a rental property and redecorating is a, is a common example. While repairs are also allowable, for example, say fixing a broken window or replacing a roof tile. But what about when it comes to replacing a more valuable item such as a bathroom suite, a wash basin or a toilet? As I understand it, you can't claim full allowable expenses if the replacement is of a higher value than the original item. Yeah, so um, in terms of that, there's a little saying and it's called like for like. And that basically means that if you are replacing something, then it needs to be like for like in terms of materials, um, quality, um, etc., and if it is like for like, then usually you can claim for it. There's also a, sometimes a little quirky rule. For, so, for example, double glazing. If you're replacing um, single glazing and it's basically being upgraded, inverted commas, to double glazing, because the double glazing is now seen as a standard, that actually isn't an improvement. That is just considered a repair in this day and age. So the point being that you, you can't add things to the property that, that increase the value of the property you could, you, you, as you say, you're supposed to replace things like for like. Yes. So if you were to have a, let's say, a cheap 
bathroom suite or um, kitchen appliances, then you'd need to replace them with equivalent cost. And you can't then go and upgrade to all the premium stuff and get that as an allowable expense. So what if I decide to add an extension to the property or convert the loft or or fit a security alarm? Are those claimable as an allowable expense? They are not claimable as an allowable expense within the profit and loss account, as when you look at them, um, they actually add value to the property usually. Um, Extension 100% adds value to the property, um, and therefore that would be considered a capital improvement. But you will then be able to claim these when you come to sell the property later down the line. So it's not all lost, but um, you just have to delay um, how long it takes to get that uh, tax relief, basically. Yeah, and that's that can be offset against capital gains tax, as I understand it, yeah. Yeah, so effectively you'll have, you would have purchased your property at X date, um, you sell it at Y date, and you'll basically take your proceeds, take off your original cost, take off um, any capital improvements during the ownership, and then um, it'll come down to what your gain would be for that property. I understand. Okay. And what are the tax rules then uh, when it comes to replacing furnishings or equipment uh, in a in a furnished or part furnished property? How may these costs be claimed? There was the introduction of something called the replacement of domestic items relief, which effectively covers all your white goods. So for example, you've got your fridges, your washing machines, dishwasher, you've got, and then you've also got like sofas, beds, carpets, curtains, all that sort of stuff. Basically, if you are replacing those, then they come under the um, replacement for domestic items relief section on the tax return. So they can't be claimed as allowable expenses. There's separate provisions for those things. Yeah, they're they're effectively an allowable expense, but they don't go into the P&L account. They'll go into a separate box. Looked at a little bit later on the tax return. Fantastic. Excellent stuff. All that remains is for me to say thank you, Aidan, for being a great guest and for sharing your knowledge with us. No, thank you again. There we have it. So what are the three key takeaways from this episode? Well, firstly, you can claim allowable expenses for many costs you must pay to rent out your property. Secondly, claiming them reduces your taxable profits, which lowers your tax bill, so it can save you a lot of money. Thirdly, although you can claim for maintenance and repairs, you can't claim for capital improvements, for example, flooring a loft or adding an extension, although you may be able to offset such costs against capital gains tax if you later sell the property. Hopefully this episode has given you a greater understanding of allowable expenses for landlords, but you can also head over to the Go Simple Tax website, which is gosimpletax.com, for more free guidance on allowable expenses and many other tax-related topics. Our next episode will be packed with free advice on how to avoid common mistakes when completing and filing your self-assessment tax return. It's a cracking episode, so don't miss it. We really hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you've learned lots of useful things. Please tell others about the podcast and follow us and like and share our social media posts because we really do want to help as many sole traders, private landlords and expats as possible. Thanks for listening. Until next time.